Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to Footballers. I'm your host, Hunter, and this week I've got Mets Gaming and Wise FIFA. Steve is going to sit out this week. He is currently in the hospital right now, so we're all going to be thinking about Steve and dedicate this special episode to him. And why this episode is special, I'm going to leave to Mets. Mets, can you cue us up as to why this is going to be one of the most exciting episodes for us to record this season? Yeah, well, we've we've only been foreshadowing uh, this particular episode, the build-up for this, all year round, I've been the butt of all jokes, but the Matt Meta is well and truly resurrected everybody. Yes, Marin Fellaini has just dropped into the CSL team of the season. I am extremely excited. One, it's extremely cheap, and two, it actually looks to be a genuinely excellent car, so I can't wait to discuss it more with you guys. Indeed. The man has arrived. Wise, how are you doing this week, man? No, I'm doing well. Serie A is probably one of my favorite leagues, so I was grinding away on the weekend league to uh, make sure I'm in a good position to grab those red picks, hopefully hit my 17. Might push for 20 because it got extended, but I'm sure we'll talk about that a little later. And I'm I'm with Matt, man. This Marlon Fellini is, I think he's going to be OP. Hunter thinks his body type's a little different, but we'll hash that out in the comments soon. No doubt. The reason I say he's I'm worried about his body type. He's got the high and average. He's 6'4", and I just feel like we've seen so many players with outstanding stats that should be fantastic cards. And I'm not saying he's going to be bad at it by any means. I think he's going to be a good card. I just hope that he lives up to the expectations that these stats suggest. Matt, what do you think? Dig into the card a little bit. Tell us what do you think about Marwan Fellaini. I don't think it's going to matter too much because the brute strength of the card in general just overcomes any of its shortcomings and he has been upgraded to four star four star which is absurd i mean imagine skilling of a card this heavy and powerful you can just smash through defenses and i think one of the things that i really wanted to talk about on this episode prior to knowing that this card was coming out is how difficult ea has made the life of pretty much any uh, competitive fifa player with the release of the bundesliga defenders last week your lacroix and tapsoba are insanely difficult to play against mm-hmm. this could be the equalizer okay you can't outpace them but you can overpower them or at least match them for strength if you can play a different style of game 
false nine target man, this could be a, a remedy to that very real problem. The, there are some really good cards that you can play in and around Fellaini that come with CSL as well. I think it's going to create some very interesting squad building opportunities, and they should all be very, very cheap as well. They should be in the hands of just about everybody. Yeah. And I was just looking at the card uh, in, in more detail, and it looks like if you apply Artist, he gets a plus 15 agility. That brings his agility to 95, balance 99, reactions 99, ball control That's 97. Uh, 97 jumping, 94 stamina, 99 strength, 99 aggression. It looks nice. Wise? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you kept listing it. I'm, I'm looking at this card's details too. I don't, I cannot recall a center mid and a, I mean, for the lack of a better word, a meme center mid that's had this many 99s and be 6-4 and have four star, four star. And it with a good nation linkability wise. Of course, like Matt said, you know, there's going to be plenty of other Chinese league attacking options. There's always, you know, some good strikers. They have some fast Brazilians and then they got some nice other midfielders along the lines of more Brazilians. That Jonathan Vieira looks pretty spicy. But just, I'm not looking forward to Alessandrini on the right crossing it in to Fellini. Thank God we're not playing in like FIFA 2012 or else this would have been a nightmare. Or FIFA 19. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah. I mean, I, I I will confess that this weekend my back line for my team was Tep Soba and Lacroix or Lacroix, however you want to say it, and I'm with Matt. I was bossing people around, and the only people that really were getting past my defenders from the top of the box attacking in were players that had high reaction, high agility, high balance. So that they could win those second balls. I'm just worried about how long this guy's legs are and you're trying to dribble past it. He's going to get every 50-50 rebound when you try to make a tackle that goes even an inch further than your defender's radius. I think this Faolini card is going to have some people throwing the controllers out the window. Yeah. You know, he has a nice links to uh, another specific card that I know Matt was eyeing up this week and I did it last night. Raja Nangolan, uh, bringing cool. it back. That's the 93 flashback Nangolan. Did you do that, Matt? Sure did. Uh, obviously not knowing that this Fellaini card was coming, I had more ambitions to link him up to my red KDB, uh, which could also you know, play into this quite nicely. That midfield trio, Matt? Oh my God. Matt Meta is back from the dead. Imagine just the uh, yeah, target man style, bat the goal, hold the ball, lay it off to nine goal and KDB, run on, smash the ball from 25 yards. Oh, it's going to be good. I'm going to make some people cry this weekend. So where do you anticipate using Fellaini as the um, the CDM? Striker. Nice. Fucking striker. Jesus Christ. 100% striker. Or false nine. But yeah, he's going to be the main guy. That's exciting. What about these uh, these other cards that they released today? Anything else stand out to you besides Alessandrini and um, uh, obviously Fellaini-wise? Yeah, I think we got it so people have the holistic knowledge they also released the Air Divisie as a minor league team of the season as well. So we're going to see some nice, I think we already have an objectives, Anthony. So that, what is that? The Brazilian right wing for IX plus other team of the seasons and packs, which are nice. I think the, you know, the main people out of that from the Dutch boys looking at that, I mean, Max has that German left back spot that a lot of people want, but I think Dumfries or Dumbthick, as he's colloquially known as, and Malin are probably two best players it's just i wanted to bring that you this car a card like copa mirrors or copa however you say that guy's name looks amazing you know who getting to the max excellent stats everywhere but he's only got two star weak foot do you think around this time of the year ea should be boosting up weak foot anyways or would you like to them to keep it more realistic for lack of a better word it's just because that card is 
so great on the surface, but in game, we all know he's going to get replaced by someone like Fellini. Matt? What a statement to say that. Huh? Uh, I think that this would have been a good team if this had, say, been the first team of the season that had been released and we'd sort of steadily bumped it up from there. Um, I think that these cards, for the majority, are slightly underpowered compared to what's come out the last couple of weeks, particularly Bundesliga, because they've just rewritten the rules on defence and midfield. Um, it does include the one card I was specifically looking forward to out of that league, and that's Stephen uh, Berghaus, I think it's pronounced. He's not quite as good as I was hoping for, but he's still a cool-looking card. He's almost like a, a Dutch Griezmann, for lack of a better word. He's got some really interesting traits that would make him deadly in the right hands. Uh, finesse shot and outside the foot is always very desirable in, a, in an attacker when combined, but he's only four-star, three-star, so he, he's not going to be premium, but it's going to be a fun card, goes without saying. Uh, very enjoyable to use, but perhaps not a uh, super meta to the max, unfortunately. Daily Blind is one that should be a lot better than he is. Okay, you can't just fake him out and give him an amazing pace, but he's such a good footballer. Uh, they should find a, a way to make him slightly more useful than they have done here. Unfortunately, there's just n- literally not enough stats on him for them to be very competitive, which I think is a shame. And this is where we have this balancing act between realism and expectation uh, at this point of the season. It's, it's probably veering on the slightly more realistic, but to be meaningful at this point, it just needs a little bit of extra juice, which is a little bit unfortunate. But I think if you were to, you know, open some packs that you've been saving or do some player picks, that kind of thing, and you get some of these, I think you're going to be quite happy with them. Uh, just how many of them end up in your main team, though, r- remains to be seen. But there's definitely some interesting choices. And if we were going further on that meta, Bezoa, if that's how you pronounce him, he is an absolute beast. And I think he's perhaps better suited to CDM based on his his body type and height, et cetera, et cetera. But a, a very cool card nonetheless. Yeah. The only drawback for him, and it's fun, this will be, I'm sure people down the road would love to bring these packs up, but he's like a center back with medium high or medium low work rate. So medium attacking, low defensive. And so that, I'm sure that that would be kind of fun, a fun little niche card for people to use. Yeah. To answer your question about the, uh, the weak foot, I do think this would be a time for them to, to just give those those weak feet a bump. It would make things more interesting. It would make people want to engage with the game more, try to use cards that they wouldn't otherwise you know, normally use. That said, another option that they could go down is something I want to discuss this week. It's a nice segue to get into that, but work rates. Just browsing through a lot of these cards, the majority of them are medium, medium, medium high, medium low, medium low, low medium. I mean, it's. I know we're, we have a split community. We, we talked about this a, a little bit with Marcelo um, last week or a week before. What are work rates? Let's let's talk about it a little bit. What are they? Why are they in the game? Should they be in the game? What do they do for you? What's what's what what should we look at when squad building when it comes to work rates? Why you got anything? Well, I I'd say it's been it's that's such a interesting topic to bring up because I do feel like there's been some evolution in our understanding of what work rates are in the past. I mean, and majority of us, Matt and I, have been playing foot since basically its inception. And I don't, I mean, as you get finer and finer and finer into these details in the game, at first I really didn't care. I'd play whatever, whoever, wherever, regardless of their work rate. But now, you know, it's one of those ones where it's, okay, I prefer my attackers to have at least a high work rate on their attacking stat so that they get forward or they're in a position that's already further up the pitch. That's what I would at least assume with the work rate for attacking wise. Defensively, Again, want a CDM that's got high defensive work rate and medium attacking so that, or at least maybe low high as well, so that 
they sit back on defense rather than getting caught out and pushed too far away from that back line. So those are the types of things that I think it has to do with positionally when I can't control because I'm only controlling one player on the field. So the AI is doing the other bits. And I think that that's a way for the AI to say, okay, this player is going to move within this band. And that's how they use work rates or EA wants them to use work rates. And those are the things I keep in mind going forward. I like the revelation that Steve had brought up about high, high, but I'll let other people chime in if they have any different opinions or maybe details to add on our work rate discussion. Matt, I'll let you chime in before I I give my spiel. Sure. Those are all very good points made by Wise there. And I think it does come down to the individual, how much you want to lean upon work rates as a matter of importance. For me, if I would create a squad, I can probably go into this week and I'm going to use Fellaini as a striker. He's medium-medium, which is unusual for, for a player in that position, right? But if you want him to play more sort of passively and sort of lean off the defence a little bit rather than try and get through the back line, then you don't really want high work rates. I think that was a, a sort of thing that's it's kind of super important earlier on in the game when getting in behind is such a key factor but I think we're kind of beyond that now because there's so few players who can because every card is so fast Um, so if you're using novelty cards and novelty systems then you can perhaps look at work rates as a way to do something a little bit different and you don't necessarily want to be trying to break the back line you want someone who will just come slightly off the back line and as I say as I'm going to use Fellaini he'll sort of stay in that pocket between midfield and defence not come back too much but certainly not try and attack the back line sort of pick up the ball in between midfield and and the opponent's defense and you you just sort of play your back to the defender and muscle them off or play the ball off to someone else who's running on to to join the attack and those players need the the high high or the high medium or even high low work rates to make those kind of systems work well i think it's it's a good differentiator because i think what we're kind of guilty of, and I say we, I mean EA and the, the community at large, we all want pace, we all want power. A lot of cars have kind of evolved into a, a bit of a, a mush of this of similarity, for lack of a better word. They're all sort of becoming the same thing. So stuff like um, body types, height, weight, work rates play into being the key differentiators at this point in the game where everyone's so OP stats-wise that you need something else to be the differentiator to create something different, a different style of play or a counter to the type of defences perhaps that you know you're going to come up against with LaCroix and Tapsova are probably going to be the most commonly used centre-back pairing between now and, and the end of this game cycle. So knowing what those guys do, you can try and, and play to, to counter that using other elements other than just what's on the card stats essentially. And that that's where studying work rates, how that applies to your formation and your system, your player instructions, all very, very important. But uh, Wiser described it slightly more succinctly than I just managed to. Yep. So for those who don't know, uh, work rates, essentially what they're designed to do is dictate how often and how efficient a player is involved in one side of the game, whether it's attacking or defending. So if a player is high, high, He's going to work hard on both sides of the ball, regardless if you're controlling him or not. But let's say you're in attack. Let's say Vardy's a good example. He's high, high, I believe. Very high aggression. If you lose the ball in your opponent's third, he's more likely going to work harder than everybody else to get the ball back. And more often than not, you'll come away with the rebound or a loose ball. 
I, I kind of have a problem with the way it's currently set up. I'm all about work rates. I just, it would be nice if we had some um, customization built in around it. Cause to me, how players perform in certain situations, that's a coaching thing. I know Mesut Ozil in real life, he's extremely lazy in defense, right? But from a coaching perspective, I would want him to be more aggressive in certain positions in certain areas of the pitch. So it would be great if we could have customizable work rates. If I went to defensive tactic, his work rate changes with it. Or if I went attacking, the work rate would change with it. Or you could just give him an overall option in the menus before you start a game. Make this guy high, high, this guy medium, high. It would give us a better use of the of the option instead of just having to use what they give us. A, a great example of work rates last year, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, low defensive, medium attacking. This year, high defensive, high attacking. So why did they change that? What, what, did, what did Aubameyang do over one season that made him high defensive, high attacking? I mean, I know he scored a decent amount of goals last season, but how the fuck does that affect his defensive work rate? There's no way he's a high defensive whatsoever yeah that's very strange it's it's just a i think they use this as a tool to increase player performance that's why i believe a lot of these cards they release today won't be near as popular because they're all medium medium they're just going to kind of float around you know the midfielders the cms they're just going to sometimes they'll go forward but you can't always rely on them to go forward so if you want a system where you want both center mids making runs forward you need a high high therefore all of these cards are eliminated basically if in in the certain system but no i will i'll i will hearken just to bring that point in very much so i mean i got that lucas vasquez in my la liga team this season guaranteed and he's been probably the best card i've used all season possibly and that's a high high player just to hunter's point you play him in this he never stops yeah never stops running and he's got the uh, the defensive and offensive stats on his card to be able to do both on the side of the field, both on both ends of the field. I will say I'm really looking forward and I hope I get him in my red picks to that Frank Kessie, who is also a high, high player and a, 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 and we haven't, I know actually, you know, weird. We haven't even touched on the city content, but I'll leave that for a sec. Cause what I want to get back to Hunter's point is the customization, you know, they did a decent job with it in career mode. By no means is that system that they did there. And what I mean by that is you can, develop players so a part of their development is you can choose to train them in a certain way so that they you up their attacking work rate or you up their defensive work rate if they're defender it definitely still needs to be perfected but i i'd like for us to see more customization available through playing the game and this brings in i'll bring in a reference to mlb the show i know a few of you guys might or hunter might have been playing i don't know if matt has but it's a there's a progression based system in a sense where you can by doing certain things with the card you unlock better stats in given areas. Like I just I know there's a lot of programming aspect and it's a decent ask for all of these types of cards, but I can't see why EA isn't moving that towards towards a method like that where you know and it play if you play Lucas Vasquez as a center mid or something like that he gets the high high work rates or if you play him as a fullback he gets the high medium work rates depending on how many games you play them in these given positions i think they could expand that out to the weak foot and skill moves like we were mentioning earlier where if you score x amount of goals with salah's right foot he gets a bump up in his weak foot so that it feels better so i i i see this as an opportunity for ea to to fix these systems that i do believe are just a little outdated in their game at the moment yeah it would be great if they did give us that option. We wouldn't need to go out and buy FIFA points and hopes to pack a better player. 
I, you only, I, how they could wrap this in from a business perspective. And I think the, there are a lot of games that are pushing EA to improve. Hopefully, you know, I, the complacency is my biggest issue with EA as a company, but I think given the model that MLB, the show just showed and for no pun intended showed people is available for progression of players that EA will maybe next year have a promo replace ones to watch cards with cards that have the ability for you to upgrade them in games through hitting certain objectives with that type of card specifically i get it you know there's thousands of players and thousands of cards you can't necessarily give everybody a player progression at the start next year start with a pool of players that's a desirable card that people will want to use and work it that way and then people will spend fifa points to buy those promo players very nice wise smooth i know gotta get my buddy jamie on the line fed economist (laughs) fucking fix it jamie the fuck yeah, there's a there's a multi million dollar, if not billion dollar idea, Jamie. It's all Jamie's fault. Nah, Any shit. Too funny. That one's better. Footballers is brought to you by the Foot Academy Patreon. If you're serious about wanting to get better at FIFA and you want to have fun playing at the same time, Foot Academy is the place for you. By supporting the Patreon. Not only will you get access to ad-free podcasts, but you'll also get bonus materials, immediate access to the Discord, which includes guides, tactics, tutorials, videos, and much more. So if you like the sound of learning how to dribble, take advantage of space while playing Beelzebub and the 4-6-0, the strikerless formation, check out patreon.com forward slash foot academy. Once again, that's patreon.com forward slash foot academy. Well, you touched on on Syria content for for a sec there, wise. We haven't discussed it yet today. A lot of content came out this past week. Matt, you pick up anybody from Syria team of the season other than the uh, nine goal one? Uh, so yeah, I did nine goal one. I managed to get um, Donnarumma and Skriniar in um, player pit packs. Um, they're they're okay. Uh, nothing terribly exciting. I think they've kind of done the serial defense a little bit dirty, but I guess they didn't want to flood the game with OP defenders after the, what they did the week before. That would have been a little bit crazy. <laughs> I think enough. it's it's a little bit on the weak side this year. Um, there's not too many game breaking cards in there. Unfortunately, everyone would like Pekka Cristiano, of course, and um, Lukaku is probably a bit more viable than he has been in a very long time. But generally, uh, there's nothing on there that makes me want to like start smashing packs mm-hmm. and, and hoping I, I get lucky on something. Yeah, I, I was much more excited about what I thought was coming today, which I thought was just going to be Eredivisie, to be honest. And we, we got two, which is super sweet. Uh, I think Serie A's somewhat on a par with, with BPL in terms of slight disappointments. They did some nice um, side content, um, a couple of free cars. You got uh, Saicedo. And uh, Barella is, is is very nice for a free card. Unfortunately, it doesn't have, or he just has a, a free star week for as, as far as I recall. Off the top of my head, that four star skills is handy. And he has good work rates for a, a player of, of his position. He has medium high, which would fit him into some of Steve's systems. Replacing, um, what's the guy's name? He plays for Milan as the, as the CDM. Sandro Tonali. Thank you. Boomerville kicked in again there. Yeah, Sandro Tonali. So he's sort of a premium upgrade on that and, and certainly not nearly as physical, but is a, a good recycler of the ball, a good possession player. And so that might fit into some nice systems. But overall, it, it hasn't really done too much to excite me. Although a card I did pack that I've forgot to mention, I've packed him several times actually, it was Quadrado. And that card is insane. So good. And 
one of the things I wanted to touch on today was because everyone's so juiced now. There's a sensation of, of speed that is lacking in the game because everyone's just so fast now. It's difficult to sort of differentiate on pace at the moment. But a player who's that lean, that fast and lightweight and has uh, five-star skills just feels super nimble. Um, those are the type of players where you kind of feel the difference, even if it, it's not necessarily tangible in the game. He just feels really good on the ball because he's got good defensive stats to go alongside his, his attacking prowess. You know, he's, he's basically good to play anywhere on the pitch. You just have to boost his, his finishing attributes to, to play him in a sort of main attacking role. But very similar to, to Vasquez, but yeah. premium in, in in the point that skillers can can do some real damage with that card. So that's very cool. And again, not not terribly expensive either, but just a little bit difficult to work into some, uh, some squads because of the nationality. Of course, there's not too many... Um, Colombian players of note, and uh, the the Serie A ones you're going to want to link into are, are, are much much harder to to attain, unfortunately. Yeah, there there were two Belgian players, uh, Mertens and Lukaku, who I'm really starting to eyeball now with Fellini as the option. I did not Golan. I did the uh, Chucky Lozano SPC. Did you guys Ugh. do that one? Uh, no, I refuse to do that. But that card is so good. Oh, He's so fucking good. He's yeah, so fucking good. Uh, and for the listeners. Hunter and I play on, we're from the United States, so NA servers. And so you can imagine there are a bunch of Lozanos that, oh man, there's nothing worse than seeing Lozano come on in the 70th minute, bro. Oh my God. Getting flashbacks, getting PTSD. Sorry, Hunter, continue. He's a game changer, man. He's quick. He's rapid. And if you put a hawk on him, he actually has decent strength. Yeah. Yes. I'm with, I'm with Matt. Like that's a player. You, there are any players that are like that out there, but he is faster than everybody even though everybody has above 90 pace at the moment. I'm sorry, not a hawk. It's marksman. Okay. I apologize. Yeah. No, man. I think he's already got 99. 99 acceleration and 99 sprint speed with 99 stamina. Oh my Lord. Mm. 99 agility. It's crazy how my squad can go from all La Liga one week. And then just 10 days later, I'm looking at going Syria, but we still got to figure out a way to get Ferla Mindy in the squad though, because we can't be having Hernandez in there. Don't even say that. That Theo Hernandez looks like the best left back in the game. Hands down. No questions asked. Second best. Yeah, No, he's absolutely. It is crazy though, because yes, people are still going to play that 83 for La Mendy and I'm still going to rage just like I'm raging on the podcast right now. <laughs> oh man. But that I'm with Matt. These are this team of the season when the city I dropped is there are a lot of players in there that can fill out your side. Of course, you have Cristiano Ronaldo, so he's a marquee man. But other than that, it's not like, oh, I need to buy FIFA point pa- or FIFA points to open these packs. And I think that that's where you get a lot of people when they're looking at the city. Yeah, the SBC content, I liked it though. I, and I, th- I, I do actually want to touch on something as I'm rambling here for a sec. I, I want to make sure that the listeners out there, after you've commented on iTunes and given us a five star review, you should be doing these eighty plus player picks in the city odd so you would be recycling your rare golds and i know not everybody has golds left given the bundesliga sbcs that were ravaging the market but i would say that if we're looking to refill if you're looking to refill on fodder absolutely start doing these city upgrades the ones that are the player picks for 80 plus nine rare golds then you can add two other common golds and you get some really good picks. Yeah, there is a way you can do it. Not quite for free, as some people have been advertising on Twitter, but you can, correct me if I'm wrong, Wise, you can use Bronze Pack Method and complete the uh, Common Ball SPCs using those to recycle. You can sell them or 
you can recycle them and keep doing upgrade packs until you get the gold cards. Yeah. And keep that keep that cycle going. If you want to take a shortcut, there's always the the promo packs in the store, but don't buy the big packs if you're going to use FIFA points. You need to buy the smaller packs so you get more players. You can cycle those through the SBCs. Yeah, that's a good shot, actually. I, I didn't use FIFA points for this, but I did craft Nangolan just using those player pick packs because you get some really nice cards in there. And then I think I got Donnarumma twice, which he came in handy for both for Nangolan. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 entirely possible to just grind the piss out of these uh, these SBCs, so... I would recommend you all do it if you have lots of rare golds or common golds in your squad. Although the this time the uh, the player picks take what nine rares? Yeah, they now? take they, they take nine rares. So it, it is it is a lot. If you're not interested in the city, uh, maybe on the flip side, look to sell some of these rare golds because a lot of people there's a lot of demand for them. So this is one of the last times you'll really get good value for your rare golds that are sitting on your club. So if you're weighing the option. You know, if your opportunity cost of do I want the coins or can I take the time because I want some of these players, then that's th- those are the two minds I'd be in at the moment. So if you're not trying to craft for players right now, whether that be through the SBCs or you don't like the Serie A team of the seasons, sell them, make your money while you can for the upcoming promos that we're going to get in the summer. You'll be a, you'll be step ahead. And that's kind of a little market insight as well. I mean, these the price of fodder is incredibly high. It'll drop. Coming up as we are moving out of the team of the season hype and people feel like, oh, it's going to, the game's going to end, even though inevitably we're going to get some really good promos. But keep that in mind with what you're looking at if you're trying to hold on to fodder or if you're holding on to high value players. It might be time to min max your coins. It's a quick little market summary for you guys out there. We don't do that as often as we used to. With all this new content we've got coming out, I've been keeping track. I know we touched on it last week a little bit and we didn't have the exact numbers on hand, but and did some digging and we have the numbers last week we discussed the the stark differences between the current leagues and epl and the cards that were that were put out i went back and looked through everything though this does not include community team of the season but premier league total had 19 promo cards 15 from the main squad you had one sbc two objective cards and then you had the bail flashback sbc moving into la liga we had 26 total cards 15 in the main squad five sbcs two objective cards, and four flashback cards. Bundesliga, same thing, 15 in the squad, seven SPCs, one objective card, and three flashbacks for a total of 26. And so far with Serie A, we've gotten 20 total cards, 15 on the squad, two SPCs, two objectives, and one flashback. Anybody have any clue as to why there's that, that massive difference? And it looks like they're kind of tapering off Serie A because we've got, what, three days left? until Liga, Liga mm-hmm. 1, and they're behind the curve quite a bit from the previous two. Yeah, that is interesting. I wonder, I mean, I think they might see this as a they were trying to beef up the middle of the promo because they'll assume that the community, when the bookends come out, the EPL being the beginning, everybody's hyped and jazzed, and then Liga on at the end. That's, you know, the last hurrah for people that they might be able to get away with tapering it down. I do think we'll see a two or three more cards for the Serie A, if not more. Because they still have room to give us U23, a U23 pick. I wouldn't be surprised if we see another team of the season card just in general, like a moments. But I, I think the number will be up there. I don't know if they're exactly going to hit 26, though. But I, there must have been something. There must have been some internal politics or some sort of agenda. I doubt that that weekend off social media because of the, for, you know, racial uh, equality and racial justice caused them to miss out on seven total team of the season cards but 
that's my that's my two cents on that one. You think they might bump it up a little bit when they do ultimate team of the season and sort of fill in some gaps there, particularly on, on Premier League mm-hmm. that it, w- it was a clear omission that everyone's still pretty salty about. There's an opportunity to sort of correct that or you think well, that'll just pass us by and we'll just get a rehash of everything that we've already seen. I think we're getting a Lingard SBC, that's for sure. It's what the people want. Give the people what they want. Yeah. Always. I don't. Have they ever done that historically? Have they added new content when they released Ultimate Team of the Season? Or has it always just been a re-release? I don't know. To be determined. We'll do some research. We'll report back to you. <laughs> yeah, we should be prepared for that one, shouldn't we? But there you go. Yeah. Yeah, so one league left. League A1. What are we expecting, Matt? Well, given that Leon just wrapped everything up quite nicely, I think we're going to get quite a few of those. Um, I think that they'll they'll probably find a way to to get a, a Neymar card in there, perhaps not in the main team, but through some very expensive SBC. Unlikely, mm. he hasn't had the best season of his career. Um, I think he's only just scored 10 goals and a lot of them were penalties. Um, but you, you're going to get the Mbappe, who is by far the, the best player in the league, top goal scorer by a mile. So what it leaves then is you're going to get a, a a fair few Leon cards, Monaco and Lille, and not a lot of them are, are pack movers, to be fair. So Mbappe is going to be a face card for the promo in terms of the team that deploys on day one. Everyone's going to be looking for that name or SBC, and then it's a case of, of, of what they do um, with the rest of the, the team. There's plenty of opportunity to drop some good um, under-23 cards and, and, and flashbacks and, and stuff like that. Based off how many special cards they were putting into Liga and at the beginning of the season, there's a good opportunity for or good likelihood, I should say, that there's going to be some very OP cards in that promotion. It'll be interesting to see what comes out of there, but all the pros want Neymar. So there's there's going to be a flurry of uh, content maker activity around that, that offer that might you know, rejuvenate the promo as it, it's kind of slowing down a little bit. Uh, and, and that'll be fun to see. I, I'm all, I don't want to say that Neymar hasn't been good this year in the game, because he obviously is, but based off how his career trajectory is going I would expect him to be much closer to sort of CR7 messy levels of brilliance at this stage of his career and how he reflects in Ultimate Team. And I don't think he's quite there, um, but you know they can do whatever they want and go absolutely crazy with uh, with this kind of special card and this this promo. And, and that's what you know the super competitive players, the professionals, really want. And so it'll be fun to see that come to fruition. I think. Yeah, League One wise, are we going to get? A Yusuf at all? Please say yes. Oh, I I don't think so. Oh, I definitely not uh, for player merits. Mm. But uh, mm. I don't, and I don't even think as a flashback. I think you know the foot birthday was the was his was going to be his crowning moment this year. Um, Still have him in the team. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, sorry to let you down. We'll get a Ben Yedder. You know how that goes. Can we can do that? I had that that team of the season Ben Yedder last year, and he was a freak, man. Maybe a fun right wing back with that Klaus guy, but besides that, I uh, can't. I'm just gonna, you know, sit back and open my screen on Friday and see what happens. Yep. Anybody watch any uh, Premier League football this weekend? Who couldn't, man? So much, so much drama. Wrapped up the season. I was on the edge of my seat all morning. I remember we we were talking in the DMs or whatever, but Chelsea for a while it looked like they were going to get eliminated, and finally, good old Spurs came through for us. Of all people. Put us through. Yeah, I don't think many Chelsea fans or Spurs fans themselves would ever use the word good old and then the opposite club's team name <laughs> very often in a sentence. Only in this case is when I'll use it. That's the only time. Matt, you get a look at any of that? Yeah, so I didn't watch it uh, live because they don't show um, all the matches 
live in this country as they happen on a Saturday afternoon. It's pretty fucked up. You know, so I was watching like a, a, a football sort of chat show that was discussing what was going on as it was happening. And it's called uh, The Kickoff on Twitch, which is quite popular in the UK. And the amount of drama in in their studio, because they had you know um, people on their panel representing each team who had something on the line. So uh, the Chelsea guy was going through the ringer and that was quite interesting to see. I think it's it's a, it's a weird one how Liverpool have managed to cobble together a third place out of absolutely nothing. This was supposed to be an absolute disastrous season and it was for such a long period of time. Mm. And I think they've achieved just about enough to keep together that squad, which I think had a very realistic possibility of breaking up if they didn't make Champions League. But now they have done and actually not too far behind you know, the top two. Um, so Liverpool get all their players fit again for the start of next season and maybe bring in one or two more. I think they, they're definitely back on the line. Um, Leicester, though, talk about bottle jobs. Oh, my God, two yeah. years in a row where they've let Champions League you know, slip between their fingers. It's, it's such a shame because I do like them a lot as a club. I think they, they reflect a lot of good things about the English game, but yeah, there's there's something not quite right about their mentality. They should have wrapped that up, well, not a long time ago, but you know, prior to the last day of the season, they should have been comfortably in third place and, and they've absolutely done themselves in. It's it's a real big shame. Yeah, they, they dominated Tottenham for the majority of that game and then they just crumbled, crumbled when it counted. Shame. Hate to see it. I love to see it. But. I didn't see Casper's own goal, but I hear it was a bit of a ricket. It almost looked like it was. Uh, I'm going to put some money in his pocket there. Well, you thought he did it on purpose. Is that what you're say? <laughs> Referee slips some cash in his pocket there. Uh-oh. Uh No, but Champions League coming up, the final, just uh, what in a week's time now. Oh, that's that's a good point. Talking about uh, European finals and content, um, I know it's not the sexiest showdown, it, yeah, ever between Paco Alcacer and Fred, but that Fred card's pretty fucking good, man. Yeah. That is like a uh, a Kante on roids because it's mm-hmm. so much quicker. And I've played against it a few times. I will it's say a that. Nightmare. Uh, sorry, you know, man. Someone's you... just just manually, yeah. So if someone's just manually, you know, controlling the CDM, being Fred, and just you know probing and 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 guarding that defensive line, it's very hard to to get past, and he can chase you down so fast. It's if that gets upgraded, as you know, it should do uh, on paper. That's going to be a really cool call. Yeah, lucky, luckily for us, people don't use him that way, Matt, here on Weekend League. Luckily, I, I, every time I came up against Fred, I was happy because people were trying to use him as a, a true like box-to-box center mid, trying to score goals with him. And I was like, all right, anytime he gets the ball anywhere near the box, it was right, Top Soba and Lacroix were just all over him. But as a CDM, yes, he's a pain in the ass. Yeah, another showdown item, uh, Zagadou. He'll get his upgrade if he hasn't got it already to 92, the French center back from Dortmund. Because they won the other day, I did that SBC just because he was French. Knowing that team of the season is going to give us a lot of French links, and I'll probably end up with a French team. Yeah, well, he was all over, yeah, all over the weekend league this weekend as well. A decent, a decent, quite a good card with those long legs, able to make those interceptions. Yep, six five. Yeah, he's a big boy, very big yeah. boy. You, you feel that physicality from that card. He's got presence. What you need sometimes, man. You need some presence, especially nowadays with everybody just. Pacing and running right into the defenders. He's a wall. He doesn't move until well until Matt rolls up with his uh, with his Maro on this weekend. <laughs> I've got the counter big time. Everybody get out of the way. Clash of the Titans. Unstoppable force meets an immovable object. Can't wait to see it. 
Yeah, me too, bro. That's gonna be. Oh, it's gonna. There's gonna be some fun clips this weekend. A lot of rage. The rage is getting intense. I, I haven't played weekend league in two weeks, and kind of glad because I get on Twitch and look at everybody else playing, and it's like no one's enjoying it. No one's happy. Everyone's pissed. They're sweating. They're <laughs> mad. They're cussing. They're breaking desks. I've seen more pictures of broken controllers and desks on Twitter in the past two weeks oh, yeah. than I've seen all year. I, I saw something a little bit interesting about player mentality, particularly at the competitive end, when it was announced that the weekend league was getting extended due to the server issues on Xbox or whatever it was that took the game down for a couple of hours. And everyone's like, oh, great, I get to, you know, sort of spread my games over an extra couple of days. This is awesome. And, and so many people I was looking forward to watch, given that I wasn't actually playing weekend league this week because I forgot to register like a dick. Um, they all just like, instead of spreading their games, doing a few over Sunday and Monday, they all just took Sunday off and just moved it to Monday. So effectively, they haven't changed anything. They've just delayed the inevitable, which I think kind of says a lot. It would have been the sensible thing to have played a few Sunday, played a few Monday and sort of, you know, took a, a, an easier route to progression, but they, they've they just made life equally as difficult for themselves and just, just delayed it, yeah. which just shows that, that there isn't this frothing appetite to get weekend, weekend league done at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. I had the time this weekend. I just, I didn't have the willpower. Plus Call of Duty was doing free double XP all weekend. So, you know, there's always that. Uh-oh. But uh, oh my gosh, you're grinding Call of Duty. <laughs> you know what? It goes back to what we were saying earlier with with the show, man. They they give you reasons to play. You can use certain guns and upgrade your guns and get perks for using your items and uh, making those items better by playing the game, which is great. It, it keeps me engaged. I agree. Wake up, EA. No, absolutely. You guys have anything else you want to add this week? I'm all good, sir. Agreed. I think we touched that one well. Touched what? Just the tip of it. There, that was for Steve. If you got this far, again, leave us a five-star review. And also leave us a five-star review telling us that you're thinking about Steve. You know, in the spirit of Steve, did you know that one time Chuck Norris passed six kidney stones? No, that's wild. Yeah, and then Thanos used him in his Infinity Gauntlet. So there's that. <laughs> Take that to the fucking bank. Oh, man. That's the end of the show. See you. Podcast Network. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.